Welcome to The Slow Way, a podcast about the slow goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. I'm Micah Boyette, and I am a recovering frantic one, learning the goodness of rest, of prayer, and the miracle of going slow in a world that tells us our worth is found only in our speed, success, or power. In the story we tell ourselves, life feels outside of us, something we're desperately chasing. But in the quiet, I think we know what's real, that the true thing is deep down underneath the surface where love lives. And sometimes we just have to stop long enough to notice. I'm grateful you're here, making space to be reminded. This is episode 47. Give back your heart to itself. A Thanksgiving reflection. Let's go the slow way. There is something adorable about middle school boys, despite their bad rap. I think it's that they're like puppies, incapable of sitting still without pawing one another and rolling onto their backs instinctively, no reason needed. But they're sweet, mostly, even if they are a little smelly, and I get a kick out of them. This past Wednesday night, between the gaps in their attention and their rolling on the carpet, I managed to have them read the Jewish Shema from Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Jesus' interpretation of that formative text in Matthew chapter 22. This passage in Deuteronomy, which invites us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and might, is a foundational confession of the Jewish faith. And Jesus adds to it as an answer to his critics who are asking what could possibly be the most important of all the commandments. He tacks on another foundational idea, quote, and love your neighbor as yourself. They need each other, I said to the middle school boys. Sometimes we love God by loving our neighbor. Sometimes we love our neighbor by loving ourselves. Sometimes when we learn to love ourselves, we find that God is there helping us. The great Mr. Rogers said it this way, quote, you know, the toughest thing is to love someone who has done something mean to you, especially when that somebody has been yourself. Have you ever done anything mean to yourself? Well, it's very important to look inside yourself and find that loving part of you. That's the part of you you must take good care of and never be mean to, because that's the part of you that allows you to love your neighbor. And your neighbor is anyone you happen to be with at any time of your life. Respecting and loving your neighbor can give everybody a good feeling. End quote. Mr. Rogers, you're the best. I wonder what is the part of you that allows you to love your neighbor? What is the part of you that you must take good care of and never be mean to? Derek Walcott's poem, Love After Love, 
begins like this. The time will come when with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. This Thanksgiving, my hope for us is not simply that we enter this week with a sense of gratitude, but that we enter it with a gentleness toward ourselves. That on the day we gather with those we love, feasting and facing perhaps some challenging relationships we'd rather not face, my prayer is that you might first smile and welcome yourself. Invite her to sit down and feast. Gratitude is a mysterious practice, one that begins in the most painful places. The losses, the failures, the things we've been grieving that we never wanted to grieve. But the reality is that if every loss is a container filled with a story, with the pain of our lives at the surface of that container, Often there's a gift underneath the pain waiting to be discovered. There's no magic way to discover the gift underneath the pain. It's really just a practice to reach through the reality of our hurt and look for the solid and good thing waiting. Thanksgiving is a ritual we practice with others. And the great thing about ritual is that it comes over and over, whether or not we're ready for it. So each year, we're given another chance to do more than skirt above the surface of the day. After all, anyone can eat a meal. It takes intention to feast, though. It takes courage to celebrate the good in our lives, especially when the days that led to this one have been painful. So this is my question for you. Where do you find yourself this Thanksgiving? Are you ready to reach below the sorrow of your life in order to find the gift underneath it? As Mr. Rogers said, we can be mean to ourselves, but the act of looking for the loving part of you, that's the work of gratitude. And when we learn to take good care of the loving part of us, we build the strength to show up on these ritual days the Thanksgivings that lead to Christmas, that lead to New Year's days and birthdays and anniversaries that aren't, the days that will never come again. And underneath the loss is a good and holy love that says there is more than suffering here. There is goodness too. So this Thanksgiving, may we greet ourselves, quote, arriving at our own door in our own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome. This Thanksgiving, may our practice of gratitude begin with kindness toward the loving part of ourselves. And there, may we find the courage to love, quote, anyone we happen to be with, which is to say, our neighbor. As Walcott writes, quote, give wine, give bread, Give back your heart 
to itself, to the stranger who has loved you. And may the loving of ourself and our neighbor teach us to feast with the one who gives all good things, even in the dark, cold days where the good is always underneath, waiting to be discovered. A slow practice. Today, I want us to practice sitting with some good words. Let's start with this from the late Episcopal priest and Epicurean, Robert Farrar Capon. I'll read this aloud one time slowly. Quote, The dinner party is a true proclamation of the abundance of being, a rebuke to the thrifty little idolatries by which we lose sight of the lavish hand that made us. It is precisely because no one needs soup, fish, meat, salad, cheese, and dessert at one meal that we so badly need to sit down to them from time to time. It was largesse that made us all. We were not created to fast forever. The unnecessary is the taproot of our being and the last key to the door of delight. Enter here, therefore, as a sovereign remedy for the narrowness of our minds and the stinginess of our souls, the formal dinner, the true convivium, the long session that brings us nearly home. Sit and consider what speaks loudest to you in Capon's words. Now, I'll read it again. This time, I want you to listen for anything that stands out to you, anything in particular that you wonder about, or maybe anything that makes you uncomfortable. Let's listen with our hearts. The dinner party is a true proclamation of the abundance of being, a rebuke to the thrifty little idolatries by which we lose sight of the lavish hand that made us. It is precisely because no one needs soup, fish, meat, salad, cheese, and dessert at one meal that we so badly need to sit down to them from time to time. It was largesse that made us all. We were not created to fast forever. The unnecessary is the taproot of our being and the last key to the door of delight. Enter here, therefore, as a sovereign remedy for the narrowness of our minds and the stinginess of our souls, the formal dinner, the true convivium, a long session that brings us nearly home. I wonder what is standing out to you in this passage. 
Is there anything in particular you wonder about? Is there anything that makes you uncomfortable? Take a moment to ask yourself why or why not? Let's read it one more time. And this time, I want you to listen and ask God's Spirit if there's something God wants to say to you through this paragraph. Something about yourself or celebration or abundance that you can take with you into this week. I'll read it out loud. The dinner party is a true proclamation of the abundance of being. A rebuke to the thrifty little idolatries by which we lose sight of the lavish hand that made us. It is precisely because no one needs soup, fish, meat, salad, cheese, and dessert at one meal that we so badly need to sit down to them from time to time. It was largesse that made us all. We were not created to fast forever. The unnecessary is the taproot of our being and the last key to the door of delight. Enter here, therefore, as a sovereign remedy for the narrowness of our minds and the stinginess of our souls, the formal dinner, the true convivium, the long session that brings us nearly home. Is there something God wants to say to you through these words? Something about yourself or celebration or abundance that you can take with you into this week? Let's spend some time in quiet. I'd love for us to end our time today by practicing Thanksgiving. This is a prayer I love, taken from the Carmina Gadelica, found in the Celtic Vision by Esther DeWall. Let's pray it slowly together. And as we go from here this week, I hope we'll come back to it. As we give our whole sense, our whole mind, our whole soul, may we find the courage to be good to the loving part of us. And so to practice the work of Jesus as we feast around our Thanksgiving tables and into all the days that follow. I'll read this slowly and you join with me. Thanks be to thee, Jesu Christ, for the many gifts thou hast bestowed on me each day and night, each sea and land, each weather fair, each calm, each wild. I am giving thee worship with my whole life. I am giving thee assent with my whole power. I am giving thee praise with my whole tongue. I am giving thee honor with my whole utterance. I am giving thee reverence with my whole understanding. 
I am giving the offering with my whole thought. I am giving the praise with my whole fervor. I am giving the humility in the blood of the Lamb. I am giving the love with my whole devotion. I am giving the kneeling with my whole desire. I am giving the love with my whole heart. I am giving the affection with my whole sense. I am giving the existence with my whole mind. I am giving thee my soul, O God of gods. Take some time to make this prayer your own. Thanks for being here. Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here is a way of refusing to conform with the culture around us. And look at us. We are making space for a fuller vision of ourselves and others, making space for wisdom, making space for love. That, friends, is no small thing. Big thanks to Val Schleter for managing my social media, Jason Boyette for designing our slowway graphic, and the lovely Angelina Marie for editing. If you're interested in more words on the slowway, you can sign up for my newsletter at micaboyette.substack.com. Also, there's a new way to support my work. In addition to my free newsletter at Substack, I'm now offering a paid subscription to a twice a month more lighthearted newsletter, The Slow Seven where you can receive a fun, descriptive list of seven things I'm thinking about reading or generally delighting in. Find it also at micaboyette.substack.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at micaboyette and find my book found wherever books are sold. Just a note, during Advent, beginning next week, the Slow Way Podcast will be re-airing our first five episodes, which include five original poems written for the season by yours truly. These episodes will rerun leading up to the Christmas holidays. After Christmas, my podcast and newsletter will go silent as I take some time to focus my attention and energy on finishing my book manuscript. If you are a paid subscriber to The Slow 7, you will continue to hear from me every two weeks. I'll be sharing what I'm reading, thinking about, and listening to. And I'll keep you updated on the book. Don't worry, though. Just like the tulip bulbs, the Slow Way Project will be waiting under the cold ground. It will come back fresh and green and good in April. 
Thanks for trusting me enough to give me this break. I promise to write a book I'm proud of with the time I'm away from here. If the slow way is important to you, it would mean so much if you took the time to share this podcast with a friend or this is a big ask. If you would take the time to review the slow way on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, it helps people find us. Thanks for listening today. I'll be back next week with our special return of the Advent series. I hope you will too.